Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Recording at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Woody, California, at Undercity Comics. Keeping up with the nerds presents issue 159. My name is Renee. This is Brian. And welcome to the show, everyone. Woo! Friday night show, baby! We're back! Woo! Brian just unleashed a demon. I did. I opened up. Okay, so, okay. I'm I'm so happy that the camera caught it. Did he really? The camera was recording when you did it. So it, and it's it, all and the it audio and I could hear it on my mic. That's sick. Yeah. I think we should start it from when you opened the can. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> yeah. that was a demon. Regardless, dude. Yeah, regardless if I missed I have another up. can there, so maybe next week I'll okay. open it up. That was Okay, but anyway, so evil. before we get to the stories, yeah. let's get the formalities out of the way. Guys, if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you guys should because I see the analytics. 40% of you guys are checking us out for 13 to 15 minutes longer than usual. So go subscribe to the channel if you have not yet done so and leave a comment down below if you guys are interested in or even like the stuff that especially, you guys are seeing here. Especially if you're sticking around for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. At that point, you're pretty much invested. Just click the subscribe just click, button. Help, help us. Help, help some guys out. Come on. Help Don't us help grow. us out. Just are do you, it. <laughs> are you doing it because of Brian? Yeah. Do, don't do it because of this dude right here. Yeah. Do it because of this face. Is, you're looking at it. Look how adorable it is. Don't, don't touch me. No, do it. All right. <laughs> you want to get? Want to slap me around? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Want me get fired up? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Okay, I can't. Subscribe to this channel, and now you'll see this. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I was, I was just week. liking it. <laughs> I was just starting to like it. Do it again. We can guarantee you one fight every single week here at Keeping Up with the Nerds on YouTube only. Well, hang on. <laughs> if you guys are on the road, working out, walking, can't watch us on YouTube, then go follow us. Stop. Follow us on our uh, audio platform, You're Spotify. Welcome, <laughs> audio, pl- audio platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. Am I distracting you? And that's it. You said Apple Podcasts? Google Podcasts, Podbean, and We're Spotify. Not Am- are we on Amazon Podcasts? I don't yet. know. I don't think so. I don't know. But leave a five-star review. Yes. Yes. There's chapters both on the YouTube uh, version of the podcast and the uh, audio platform as well. Go no, no, no. Uh, go like us on our socials as well. Instagram, X, Facebook, Ooh. and Threads. Oh, man. Yeah. And uh, that part? is it, right? Yeah, that's it. Perfect. All right. So, long story short, uh, can you stop for like <laughs> one second? Just behave. He awoke- it was funny when he did. I just it's just weird when you do it. Dude. He, unwa- he, he awakens. Something. I know he did. Every week, every freaking week, someone does something. Nick, they can look at you weird, and it awakens something in you. Like it, it just—it's one. It's two seconds of looking at you, and all of a sudden, it's like you've awoken me. You've awoken something. <laughs> you've awoken me. You've awoken me. <laughs> like Transylvania. You've awoken me. me. That's good. I like that. <laughs> Uh, you why do you sound? Why do you sound like Yajirobe <laughs> when you do that? You've awoken me. Now give me your sensor beans. Corn <laughs> <laughs> nose, yeah. That's how you sound. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. You did sound like that for a second. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. I'll take it. Give me your sensor beans. <laughs> 
I need an adult. All right, so what freaked Nick and Renee out is, uh, so my job, uh, one of my bosses basically uh, handed me like a bunch of free food because they were like, it even says on the can, it says rise. Rise. Right. Rise the demons. <laughs> so this one, okay, first of all, not sponsored. So we're not going to tell you if it's good or not because you're not paying us yet. Also, we're, just, we're just trying this out right now. I just love the idea of your boss going like, I can't give you a raise, but I can give you this free No, it free. was because it, it, was like a, it was like one of those vendors. Here's a raise, but here's a rise. <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's a cool guy. Uh, yeah. But he was like, oh, it's one of those vendors that come in. It's like, oh, try our product and see if you yeah. want to sell it at like you know at our place. So he had a bunch of it. He's like, I can't have it all. So do you want some of it? I'm like, yeah, sure. So he gave me uh, two cans of this uh, Rise uh, cold brew. This one's like an oat milk latte nitro cold brew. Yeah. And this freaked him out because the moment I like opened it up, it was like, and then, no, like, all no. this fog came out. Oh, sorry. Was, it was like Oppenheimer's bomb. No, it wasn't. It was, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it like screamed, <laughs> dude, it screamed yeah. like, it, no, it, it screamed like you opened the Ark of the Covenant. All right. You, <laughs> Close your eyes. Don't, Don't look at that. <laughs> Don't look at it, Marion. Don't look. <laughs> the second thing I got is this thing called Philo's Walking Tamales. Now, here's the thing is, I just thought about this, right? Yeah. This makes me mad. Why? <laughs> because it's going off the fact that it's assuming that tamales aren't portable meals. I thought no. it was going to make you mad because it looks like you on the tamales. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Dude, I totally rocked that. Look at yeah. it. Yeah. A little cap and his like, little corn husk. Yeah, your little corn husk. I'm not Mexican. This was made in Mexico. I'm not Mexican. So it can't be me. What are you? Guatemalan. Right. We knew that, right? Yeah. We, we knew that, right? <laughs> I mean, that was important information we had to know. At yeah. some point? Yeah. At some point. Yeah. I, I've been, I've been, I've been asking for papers. For I mean, I thought, I mean, <laughs> I, I've been telling, I, I, I've been telling Mandy this. She goes because I think we talked about it when that you were at, wait, that no, you were, no, no, no. You're asking about, for Brian's papers. No, about like you know where his Hispanic comes from. Oh, you know? and I go like, well, to be honest, it's it's all cut from the same tortilla. You know, like <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, yeah. but also, ew. I saw some wetness. Yeah, I know. so here's the thing. Again, Why is it goopy? Not sponsored, so we're not telling you guys to go buy I, this. I I'll put it this way: if it's good and they reach out to us, then give maybe it, give it a smell. Okay. <laughs> I love that wasn't that, positive. That's not a confidence. That was not oh. positive. Okay, so hang on. The tamales are already portable meals. Yes. Right? Are you they? Can, you can't. You can't. Are they? Bro, I've had tamales like. Well, tell the difference between a Mexican tamale and a Guatemalan tamale. So a uh, Guatemalan tamale yeah. is wrapped in banana leaves. Yes. And it's a little less like firmer. Space is already what? like, that's not a tamale. <laughs> Why not, dude? That sounds gross. You, you don't even speak Spanish. You don't get to judge tamales. Damn. No, he Let knows how to speak. No, 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 yeah, no, no, but no. I know how to speak fat. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. He knows how to speak Spanish when it comes no, to no, food. No, 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 no. Well, you know what? True. We need Monica's help I got this. this we need Monica. We need Monica because yeah. Monica actually speaks Spanish. She does. What does yes. that have to do with anything? It's that she can actually dictate if this is good or not or I if it's possible. I'm, you I'm can't a, tell me. You can't say yes, Guatemalan tamales are weird because it's in a banana leaf. How? You don't speak Spanish. You're the least Mexican out of the three of us. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What is that? And I'm not even Mexican. You're not. But yeah, I know. Yeah, so you're, you're out the, of the you're, running no, immediately. You're the least one, dude. I'm more Mexican than you. How? How? Speak I speak Spanish. Yeah. What does that have to do with Mexican anything? Spanish. You can hold a conversation with an, yeah, with exactly. an Mexican person. And what does that have to do with anything? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> you speak Spanish? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I bet my blood is purer than yours. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Did you? 
are you have you risen from the, from a long line of Spanish lords? No, you haven't, you peasant. Is that the Falero family? Yeah, that's actually very really true. That's actually very really true. We have, a, we, have a, we have a crest and everything. Yeah, no, all the families have crests. No, you don't. We're peaking. Yeah. I'm more, you know what's funny? My last what? name's more European than Mexican. Bravo. My, Bravo, it's it's more European. It's more Italian. It's a different type of Spanish. Oh, <laughs> like, sorry. I, thought, I thought you were asking for a, a round of applause. No, no, I'm just saying that, like, I think my dad, that dad was telling me that, like, okay. the meaning of the Bravo name in Europe. That does not look good. No, man. <laughs> it it looks weird. like a sweaty you. Okay, oh, so. do you know what it looks like? It looks like you froze vomit. Sure. God, so. yes, it does. <laughs> this is a bean. Okay, so sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But come along. We get no, it. You're, ahead, you're yeah. Bravo. You're European. Yeah. Wait, so. Are I'm, you royalty? I'm, no, but I am the last living descendant of the Bravo family. <gasps> because you in the male. don't say that publicly. No, but because most of the men. You. Because most of the men were, <laughs> were, <laughs> were shot in the head in gang. What? Gang, gang crimes, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So does that mean that you're going to get shot in the head too? Probably. You know, given my track that? record, how I treat customers one of these days. <laughs> Someone's going to come in and Someone's going to come in and go postal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said I wanted four Spider-Man, <laughs> not two. I ordered 50 of this issue to get the one variant. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So this tamale is a bean and salsa roja corn bar. You have been spending first a lot of, of all, time on those tamales. First of all. Just mm-hmm. take a bite. First of all, just eat it. I don't like the fact that it's called a corn bar. Oh my god, a corn bar! <laughs> That's where you drew a line. Yeah, you know it smells like it smells like at the mine. It smells like you, you smell it the just masa. Looks wet. It's just sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> it's very sweaty. Oh, I didn't like how it broke. <laughs> I didn't like how it, the feel of it after breaking it. Here's uh, the thing, dude. If oh, they sponsor super, us, and it's, it's good, super, it's super like. It's like a why is it? It, it looks feels like a power. Here, give me a bar. It's a it Mexican like power bar. Like, <laughs> dude, it feels like a protein bar. Yeah, it's, it's Mexican. Like, it's me Mexican protein bar. Eh? Okay, we're trying it. Okay. Yeah, okay. It tastes like masa. It's mostly ma. That's a little spiciness behind it. Is that, wait, is this a bean? It's a bean it's and a salsa super roja. Super dry bean. Like look at that bean. I don't like the bean. Why do you have to chew with your mouth open? Okay, then put your mouth away from the mic. Mm-mm. You should hear how. No, it, no, no one should hear that, dude. It's not okay. It's all it is. It's just you taste the masa, but it's not oh, very flavorful. It's yeah, not. It has nothing. At the end of it, it doesn't even have anything. Okay, sponsorship over. <laughs> We're not getting sponsored. Hey, guy, whoever gave this, like, work on your tamales, man. It's not. It's just spicy. That's it. Sometimes that's. Oh not my good. god! A shot at me. I know I said bad things about it, but why did it fire at me? <laughs> nah, it it's good. made in Mexico, too. So <sighs> Is it really? Oh, my they know God. Better. They don't. Yeah. Apparently. But no, whatever. Well, that was it. Technically, that... Technically the, oh, sorry. That tamale's more Mexican than you. <laughs> That's true, because it was made in Mexico. <laughs> That's true. So how do you feel oh getting beat by the mud? Nah, it's not at the mud. I mean, it was made in Mexico. Yeah. You're the one that doesn't speak Spanish. I don't understand why that's like... Uh, because you need to know how to no, speak Spanish. That's, yeah, that's a thing. How is that? But I, I I never understood how that is a boundary. Tell Monica. For no, Ask Monica. No, but how is that... What do that? you mean no? Because you're scared no, no, that you're no, I'm asking, wrong? I'm asking you. Why do why? I have to go and ask my girlfriend just because you have no answer? 
I'm asking you, why does that make you less Hispanic than others? Because you got to talk to other Hispanic people. But that doesn't mean anything. You it does it. But you grew it, up it in matters. a different. But you grew on up on the serious note. On the serious, on serious note. note. Yeah, on the serious. He's right. Yeah, it matters. It does matter. How does it matter though? Because, because dude, of, dude, that's how Hispanic people are. So in my family yeah. and in several other families that I've seen, mm-hmm. if you can't speak Spanish to a person who's Hispanic, mm-hmm. then you are looked at not. I wouldn't say like disrespectfully less, yeah. but you're lo- not looked as like a a full bred. Hispanic. Yes. Well, that also means that they're ju- ju- judgmental jerks that don't deserve it's my just, it's, it's to entertain them anyway. Okay, but it's, it's not called Mexicans. They, that's how they yes, are. Yes, that's how it is. No, I've had to, no, because no, like, why, why are you getting mad no, at me? Just, this I, isn't. I'm not Mexican. I've had to deal with this my whole life. Like I was either too white for the Mexicans, and then I was not. And then I was like too Mexican for white people. I understand yeah. that, yeah. and I was not Mexican. But then why waste your Mexicans? Then yeah. why waste your time? Be just be you. It doesn't matter. And I still get judged that when, when like, I'm on, like, because I take the bus here, and then when I'm on the bus, there'll be, like, an elderly Mexican person coming up to me, and they go, uh, and they're just ta- talking to me. I go, sorry, I don't, you know, no Espanol. And they go, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I'm like, the difference with me oh. is that in my workplace, because I speak a different uh, form of Spanish, yeah. I get judged for that. Mm-hmm. So I say certain things that aren't necessarily, like, the right way. Yeah. So, like, one of the, uh, I'll put it, I'll give you an example, like, Wait, do you speak? Do you speak like the slang? No, or is it? I grew up with formal Spanish. Oh, okay, yeah, because most in California, the Mexican slang is the Spanish slang is what most people know. Mm-hmm. My grandma knows the slang, which yeah. is also yeah. not Spanish from Mexico. No, no it's, it's not. a completely that's different a Spanish issue. That's a yeah. separate so, issue. I know, but that's my but that's my point. Yeah. though, is that you're 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 making a judgment in an ent- of of a person. Where in fact you're less of a person. Is this, is this directed towards me? No, I'm just saying. No, I'm just. I was just this is joking. Nick. No, I'm being. Right now. I, I'm being. No, I'm being a hundred percent serious. Yeah, yeah. Of how exactly can you talk down to anyone mm-hmm. when you technically don't even speak the same Spanish that a natural-born Spanish-speaking person speaks? So you speak slang. That's like my- if I were. That's like if I were to make fun. That's like if British people were to make fun of the way that English, that, that <laughs> Americans speak, because we Always speak that terrible, freedom terrible English. English because it's slang. It's mostly slang. Yeah. No, from my personal experiences, like I said, I grew up speaking Spanish because I grew up in a Spanish household. Like Spanish was not my first language, but it was spoken a lot. So that's how I know. But I grew up speaking Guatemalan Spanish. So there's different words that don't translate the same when you talk to someone from Mexico, right? So they say alberca. What does that mean? That means pool. We say piscina. And so the difference in that is that because I grew up in an area that was mainly populated by, you know, Mexicans, right? I was judged for that reason. So for the longest time, all the way from elementary school to middle school, I'd get bullied around for it because I wasn't Mexican. That isn't a direct parallel to what Renee and I were talking about, mm-hmm. where like, you know, traditional Hispanics, traditional Mexicans. I don't know if Guatemalans are like no, this, but, but I've heard it is kind of like that as well. And I, I'm, coming, I'm so up, sorry up. we haven't gotten to the nerdy stuff. I know. You got threw us off. You <laughs> threw us off with a tamale. <laughs> and then you attacked me. I did. And you attacked me for my Hispanic heritage. You don't speak Spanish. You are no better than Hispanic families yeah, right now. Yeah, you're no better than anyone else. It's a joke. No, because you can't tell me how 
how Hispanic or how culturally relevant my heritage is to anybody else. No one Sam, can. It's a trigger for no, me. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> trust me, dude. No, no, yeah. trust me. I had to endure no, like no. years and years I and mean, years of it. Apparently, right? apparently yeah. that's trigger for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, really? You took it enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, ever, you ever seen that Brooklyn Nine-Nine Yeah, that's episode? where I got it from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're all just, we're all just goes off on a dude about, about being a dentist. About being a dentist and being a doctor. doctor yeah. And then he's like, oh, and don't even get me started on animology. Oh, whoa, whoa, hey, clean your cheeks out, dude. He spat a little bit. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> I'm frothing at the mouth here. <laughs> And then, and, then and then he and then so he next see, week wait for Nick his... to come back with a Mexican flag tattoo on his back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? But that makes no sense. I am full Mexican. No, okay. In, in all fairness, in all fairness, <laughs> the, the, culturally that doesn't make any sense though because no. you have because you do have people that look down on people who do that. But yeah. culturally, in the 1960s, a lot of Spanish, which are first gen Spanish speakers that were coming over didn't teach their kids Spanish no. and they only taught them English because they wanted them to fit in and be more Americanized. It's a reverse. No, so you yeah, have that's this, the thing. Yeah. So you have this weird generational gap where there's a lot of me- Spanish, where there's a lot of Mexican non-speaking Spanish mm-hmm. people uh, because uh, of the way that social, that like society worked yeah. in that time. So you have a lot of these people. Then you have a lot of people that are coming over that are now first generations that it's a lot more culturally acceptable yeah. to speak Spanish Actually, and in, to be more accepted. And then now they're talking down. Mm-hmm. In my household, we spoke Spanish amongst each other. We didn't speak Spanish in public because so in my, yeah. why, are you, why are you, no, why are you telling me but how I'm my t- family was because, but I'm saying, but I'm saying in general, it's the same, but it's yeah, the same concept. No, yeah. It's so in my family, my, my mom, it's not that she was embarrassed, but she didn't because we grew up in an area that was again, mainly Mexican, but also it was looked down upon to speak Spanish. She would hide the fact that we spoke Spanish. So if you speak to my mom, and you tried to speak to her in Spanish, she'll reply in English. My dad was like, oh, if you want to talk to me in Spanish, you can talk to me in Spanish. Yeah. You can talk to me in English, whatever it is, whatever makes you feel comfortable. I wouldn't have known Spanish if I wasn't stubborn because mm-hmm. me being a kindergartner, I was paying attention to novelas and watching all that stuff in Spanish and learning mm-hmm. that kind of language. Why do I feel like you smashing your head against a TV? Why would I smash my head against? I don't know. You f- you're this person that fights water. I don't know what you fight the <laughs> so ocean. The same so thing. the best way to learn Spanish is to slam my head against the TV, dude. The best way to fight the ocean is apparently just keep punching waves. No, I don't you know. Pedigree, you don't make dude. sense. You don't make sense. Okay, you're once again. I don't know, man. It's a. It it could be anything. What were you gonna say? Well, you know what? Just to kind of move on from this because we're we are lingering on 20 this minutes for 20 minutes now <laughs> to move on i just wanted to say uh so next week we would have we would have watched gran turismo but we can't now because of oh you're transitioning the, i'm transitioning hard. Hard. Wow. so basically no i want to stay where we are this is this no, is the you know entire podcast you know who we blame what, the, the mexicans the tamale what <laughs> in the world oh my god i like how you said that on a recording podcast that yeah i know it's a joke dude I, know. I can't wait but, to clip it you don't see me saying. Why would you? That's the one thing you that, want to clip. No, that's the one thing I want to clip. <laughs> I want to. I want to make it a ringtone. No, we have a podcast that's clippable. That's the thing. I know. <laughs> I know, but you I just don't go out and say a hot take like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, just. Hey, but, he's gonna clip his entire thing where Nick comes out no, as the not, hero, not going Nick, like he stands for cultural Nick, rights. But some, some, and then some dude's gonna clip me. Some random person could just, you know, have it out for you <laughs> and just be like, "I'm just." He's like probably listening to our podcast specifically, got waiting him. for you. Be like, "Got, got him. him, got him." 
This is it. <laughs> Cancel him today. Blame Brian Capetto. <laughs> Cancel him today. Does Funny thing. Like it's okay. Hispanics we'll, don't get offended as easily. Guys, don't that's worry. That's true. Yeah. Will, yeah. That's don't we're more laid back. We give you a you shot will, of tequila. You will and just forget about you, it. You <laughs> won't remember when this comes back. Think in like 25 years. It'll then go, remember this. <laughs> Brian Gavetto's hot take. And then it's just like, it's the Mexicans' fault. That's why. That's, that's going to be that. your hot we take. Clip that. That's fine. Yeah, you can clip that. Yeah, we can too, clip that too. Yeah. So yeah. now you're in, you're in the same But it doesn't me. matter. I am what I am. It's okay if I, I say am, it. It's not, I okay. am. it's not okay if you say it. I am, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, okay. Gran Turismo got Gran canceled. Gran Turismo got canceled. So, no Gran Turismo, no Vroom Vroom. At least for no, your Vroom Vroom movie. <sighs> Is put on hold for a couple of weeks. Sony, dude. Buy me a PlayStation 5 so I can destroy it. <laughs> That's how angry I'd be. Yeah, you imagine someone gift you a, P- a PS5. You're like, oh, this is so great. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see that when PS5s were first coming out? People were doing that? Yeah. Yeah. They were getting them and then like running them over? Running them over or say, do the same thing for Xbox One? That's when you know you have too yeah. much money. Right? Yeah. Too much money stupid in time. Money. Yeah, stupid money. money. In time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we got a lot of movies to watch. Can Dumb we, money. Man, can you imagine Blue if we Beetle. just... Until we go viral. What's the first thing, if you were making dumb money, what's the one thing you would do? You're making dumb money? You're making dumb money. Like, no matter what you spent, it's not, it's like a little, (laughs) (laughs) like, in your little bank account. You're just like, you buy, you buy like a Lamborghini and just, that's it. Like, in your bank account. So what would you do with that said money? If you had dumb money. I dumb money? It could be for yourself or someone else. I'd probably travel. Yeah. I travel a lot. Stop being wholesome, dude. Why? I'd like All to of a sudden, you're changing character. You're defending Hispanics as a person who doesn't speak Spanish. Listen, I'm not the racist here. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen and clipped your Hispanics hatred against a specific racist. race. Yeah. I, I, I told man. You should have heard his hot takes earlier. <laughs> his off-the-camera hot takes. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember because I've always had this conversation with Bandy. I've always had an idea of like if I ever have money like that, dumb money, I would buy a house for my family and then buy another house for me far away from that house, you know, so I don't have to see my family ever again. I just like, oh, okay, you guys are good here. You guys are good here? Okay. So we're going to go across the world <laughs> get another house somewhere else. Well, I feel like you'd get him a house in like Florida that was sinking. Like it's just slowly it sinking. if it was cheap. And it wasn't sinking right away until the no. I mean, like it's a slow, like, it's a slow sink, it's slow and it's not, and it's not in your name. You put it in their name, so that way they live there for a couple of years, and then eventually it just starts to sink, mm. and then you're like, not mine. <laughs> if I had dumb money, yeah. I'd make a film studio, call uh, it A twenty five. What? <laughs> you know what? A twenty four is coming out with their first ever musical movie. Now. Yeah, there you okay. go. Yeah. That, movie, yeah. that movie's gonna be. Sl- it's that called gonna Dick's Musical. Yeah, musical. with uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, yeah. That movie's gonna slap. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Looks funny. A twenty-five. Let's make it happen. <laughs> and then you just make or another we one. Skip and just go A twenty-six. A twenty-six. Just like when that fails. A twenty-seven. B twenty-four. No. No. Too much on the nose. No, it's just, it's maybe like B twenty five or B thirty five, or just throw everything off and just call it C twenty six. It's like what happened to B in twenty five? It's like ah, you know, whatever. It's whatever. It's good. None, none of those took off. <laughs> Went through all the B's. <laughs> what? <laughs> or B double zero eight. 
saying? Are we playing bingo? BBW. I was like, <laughs> is that what we're doing? No, Are we playing bingo now? Double zero eight. Bingo. What the heck? Bingo. Boob. Bingo. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> you, did you get the free space? I did get the free space. Okay. It's right here. Yeah, but it's legit bingo then. <laughs> it's legit right, bingo. <laughs> All right, we've we've, ta- we've we've tangented enough. We ready to start comic strips? Let's do. Oh, it. comic strips! Comic strips! Segment of the show where we talk about topics that don't merit a ten to fifteen minute conversation. We already tangented enough, so Nick won't tangent on this segment of the show. I feel like when you say when Nick doesn't tangent, it's a personal. It's the bit of the show. People are longtime viewers; they know what happens. We talk about one topic, and Nick just diverges. It's personal. Nick is the type of person to say like, if Google Maps were to take him down a road, he'd veer like left immediately. It's like go straight. Don't tell me where to go. (laughs) (laughs) You seen the episode (laughs) of The Office where the map tells him like turn right on this? Like Michael, there's nothing there. It's like I'm gonna do it. He goes into I a think, lake. Into lake. Yeah, I think I think my favorite part in that is when he goes back to the office that he gave the gift basket to, uh-huh. and he's all like, he looks at it, he goes, "Where are the turtles? <laughs> Where are the turtles?" He's all like, <laughs> "Don't worry, guys. We'll be talking about the turtles as well. That's a yeah, that's so the main topic true. of the show. So let's start with actually. comic strips, guys. Halloween's just around the corner. We're Boys already eight months into the year. That's three quarters of the way through." Goddamn. That's that's math. That's math for you right there, baby. Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, voices of Joel and Ellie. Ellie, thank you. I don't know why I blanked out for a second. Have uh, recorded new lines for the new Hollywood Horror Nights attraction. Dope. So they'll be in the maze. Funny enough, it's them and not... so we're going to get Joel in different, like, yeah. no, we're going to get Ellie saying we're Joel in different. We're getting Joel and Ellie from the Joel, video game. Joel! <laughs> Joel! <laughs> Ellie! Pedro Pascal, what's her, what's the uh, actress's name that played Ellie in the show? Uh, oh, I forgot. Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey. That's not them. Back. Yeah, not them? I, not them. You know what? I can kind of see it just because I, if they're going to, it depends on whether or not they're going to use more like video game stuff and less of like the TV show stuff. I think they're going full video game, which is yeah. fine. I don't yeah. mind that. Yeah. I was saying this, but I feel like Universal kind of missed out on the fact that they could have done a Bloomhouse maze, Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm. Could have. But they didn't. But supposedly there's one more maze still left to be revealed. It's not Five Nights at Freddy's. You don't think so? No. You wouldn't it's... do a Five Nights at Freddy's maze? No, I would. It's just that I want it and it's not going to happen. Dumb money. Let's make a pizzeria. No. <laughs> Freddy Frazbear's pizzeria. Nope. Three nerds pizzeria. Nope. Three nerds. Nope. That doesn't sound appetizing. <laughs> Come that to three pizza. nerds. That boy's pizza. That sounds like there's like neck hair in there. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're making them, I make a great pizza. Do you though? I Why do. don't we make like a pizza night? Like we make pizza from scratch. And we can I can watch Sathura. Yeah. I still can't believe you haven't seen Zathura. I well, none of you guys are my best friends because you guys didn't mention Space Jumanji. I feel like I didn't We all just kind of figured that you watched it as a child. No, because I grew up with action movies. Yeah. No. It's an action movie. I had to run into Jumanji. My dad didn't show me Jumanji. No. I had to run into it. So what makes you think that I would have casually walked into Zathura? It's a John Favreau movie. Yeah, I know. Apparently, John Favreau and J.J. Abrams have just made an impact in my life, and I didn't even know about it. Remember when yeah. I was like, John Favreau was my rival, and then I realized that he directed Elf. I was much, like, oh my much god, like Christopher Nolan. How do you not understand these? Uh, do you just say words and you don't look things up? I don't sometimes. I feel like like J.J. Abrams like created Fringe. That's true. Yeah, that and is what Fringe Brian, was a great show for me. That is what that is basically what Brian is. What? 
an you're Uber, just a, you're, it's just an Uber fan that doesn't understand who he's a fan of. Which a is hater fine. Who is secretly a fan? Yeah, like Christopher Nolan. You know what? Oppenheimer was good. And then Oppenheimer changed my life. Yeah, it was that Florence Pugh scene. No, it wasn't just the yeah, it was, that was That was the thing that changed. It was a choice he had to make afterwards. That yeah. wasn't his choice. Of having two nude scenes. Yeah, <laughs> it's his choice. Where him <laughs> oh, you mean his double down? <laughs> <laughs> that moment where they were like, Chris, we can't have that in. It's not going to do well. And he was Why like, not? And then he goes, really? Call Florence back. <laughs> <laughs> get her back here. Get her back here. <laughs> and get her naked. <laughs> Strip him. (laughs) Just sit there. (laughs) But you want me on top of killing? No. No, I just want you to sit there. I just want to sit there. Speaking about Oppenheimer, Margot Robbie. (gasps) Uh, Do you guys know what her original pitch was to Mattel for the Barbie movie? We're going to blow up Mattel building? No. What was it? Close, though. Oh. This movie will make $1 billion. Did it make a $1 billion? It'll cross a billion dollars this weekend. Good. That was her original pitch. We should do that. Just walk into a studio, be like, this idea will probably lose you money. But. Why would you start with that? Because you bring them down low, then you write No, them you don't. That's what you do. Why do we fall? It gets, you to, it gets the reaction. See, I'm I'll. Pee. What? I'm going to go pee. Why? <laughs> See, holding you had it the whole time. <laughs> you had to leave. See, it's fine. There's the pitch idea. So when we go into the building, right? This is how we do no, it. No, I'm, I'm listening. No, I, dumb, I get you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You make the stupid faces of disappointment, and mm-hmm. then Renee just walks out of the meeting like halfway through, goes like, I got to pee. Movie, guaranteed, right there. We get a budget of about $200,000, and we make like forty five back. $45? No, 45000 Oh. That's fine. I feel like you don't know how math works, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're just saying numbers now. How do you not? How do I not know math? I said we're three quarters of the way through the year. I didn't even have to think that hard about it. It was also the math tutor between the both of us. Did and those you, students went on to do great things. Did they? Yes. Did they? Yes. Don't you doubt them? Don't did doubt them. They, they did. They do. Yes. Stop. They, they you what did you do? I inspired. You make snow cones for kids, yeah. but then they end up dropping. They're children. They do. <laughs> What do, you, you, what do you want them to do? Do you yeah. want them to be, understand how to snow cone She works? was four. <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect a four-year-old to do with a snow cone? Now that Renee's it. back. We, it's the second time she's probably it. seen one. <laughs> next time you do snow cones next summer, you should dress up as the abominable snowman from Monsters, Inc. And just sell, oh, <laughs> and, and then just, just sell yellow ones? Yellow, yeah, yellow yellow ones. Don't worry. They're lemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Both. what? That's funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Why is it funny when he said it, but when I said it, it was, <laughs> he just added one line. <laughs> it's the way I delivered it. It's the, That's what, yeah. it's the writing. It's the writing. It's not the pitch. It's the writing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks. Thing. Thanks. I guess. So. Loki season two. What is the budget of that show? Two a billion dollars. Okay. With math. a billion on the side. A billion. <laughs> and then they two billion plus one plus and another then, billion because they just saved the money on a bunch of other projects that they haven't put it into yet. And then That's half, true. and then half a million for Jonathan Major's lawyer bills. <laughs> <laughs> Legal team, one hundred million dollars for this show. One hundred forty-one million. One hundred forty-one billion. One hundred forty-one million. Billion. Okay. Million. Billion. Trillion. Gazillion. You know what? You know what? You know what's really messed up? Rubies. I. 
<laughs> it, it's so weird because you had such 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 great product that was coming out with WandaVision and Loki. Like it was two back to back great things. Yeah. And then as soon as you kinda and then once after No Way Home, everything just really goes downhill. That's true. Like with with Quantumania. Mm. And you know what it is? It's because of the expectations and the amount of like setup that both Loki and also WandaVision set up for the MCU. Yeah, There's a lot of like this, like really high expectations of, wow, they're going to bring in the multiverse. They're going to bring in uh like gray vision. They're going to do all these other things. I think it's because they let and it they cook can't. for too long. They let some of the stuff cook too long. You no, can't. That's true. Yeah. That's true. No, yeah. It, it, it let you sit, but not only that, but the thing is, is that, did, okay. did it let did it cook too long? Yes. Yes, but also, did you make too big of a promise? Yes. You bet too and big. The, Loki season two is exactly that because I'm hating how much fan service right now, or how much the fans right now are assuming that Loki season two is going to replace Jonathan Majors. It's like off one trailer that you're getting, you're already making assumptions of how they're going to do it. One, we don't know for a fact that he's going to get switched out. More than likely, he would based off the no. accusations and everything. That's he's already happened. been acquitted. Has he? So, do you think Disney's going to keep him? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, why are people assuming that they're going to switch him out? Because they don't understand how business works. So they just want it. I mean, Renee and I were talking about this. That Loki season two, one. I really hope it can, takes. Can advantage. you actually look up and see if Jonathan Major has been acquitted yet? <clears throat> so we were talking about this because I was saying that Loki season two is a good opportunity for Disney to talk about this, and or not Disney, but Marvel for them to kind of address the timelines and the multi the multiverses and everything that Quantum Mania couldn't do. But we know that the show is mainly going to be fan service for the uh, Hiddlestands. There is no Doc Brown talks to Marty scene of him drawing out the timeline. No, there is. And isn't. what matters, like no. him, like where things connect and like where everything else. There's no, there, there hasn't been that scene. Not only that, but also what it looks like is it looks like the the timeline has been put to a stop. Yeah. Because it looks like, oh yeah, like it's spinning, like it's unraveling the timeline, mm-hmm. and then there's a stint that's there that's holding the timelines together, and it, it's really interest. It's interesting to see where the idea is for them doing this, but it also doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, and I don't really have. I'm, I'm keeping my expectations low for season two, just because nothing that has come out so far has really gotten me excited. I haven't even finished Secret Invasion. You didn't miss much. Yeah, you didn't miss much. I watched but I still Secret feel like Invasion. I would want to watch it. But the thing is that that's it's, that's another thing too. Of the, there's just so much setup for Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion is such a great comic. Mm-hmm. Where how exactly do we sum up Secret Invasion in six episodes? Mm-hmm. You can't in six 45 minute episodes. I'm supposed to just sum up Secret Invasion. But the thing is that when they keep on doing this, they keep on making lesser versions of the great art that's already out there. They did the same thing with Civil War. Yeah, because Civil War, everybody was kind of like, it's not as good as like the the original Civil War in the comics, yeah. but it's still pretty good. It's just you know, it's it's really watered down. My problem when they were gonna start doing this before Infinity War was that when they were gonna take big, big, big story arcs in the Marvel mm-hmm. universe and then put these before what happens with Infinity War or Infinity Gauntlet, I should sure. say, and because Infinity Gauntlet is a huge story. You know, it's yeah. a big story, and I, you know, and it's they did a smart idea of some building up to that and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, but when they said, "Oh, yeah, Captain America three is going to be Civil War," I'm like, "That's why? Why would you 
take something that's in that big scale and s- shrink it down to just a single standalone. You could have done five years of Civil War. You could have done it, or even Secret Invasion too. We could have hinted after after Infinity War. We could have, or after Endgame, we could have hinted that this whole time, you know, it would have been crazy to find out that what Captain Marvel or Rhodes was a scroll the entire time. So but th- that's part the of the reason why I feel like this is happening, mm-hmm. right, is because of what has been coming out because of the writer strikes, which is this inconsistency of having multiple writers Mm -hmm. just being a part of short contracts. You write three episodes Mm -hmm. and then we switch you out for another one. And then we just keep rotating you over and over and over again. There's no consistency in that storyline. And not only that, but you have studios that are too afraid to take that risk. What if we do make secret invasion, you know, two to three seasons long. We stretch it out over the five years and we give you the backstories. You know what's a great comic book art that not a lot of people talk about? It's the story of the journalists that cover Civil War in the comic books. Oh, yeah, that was good. Those are good because it tells you the uh, the 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 events of Civil War mm-hmm. through the perspective I, of a, you know, a, a journalist I photographer. For, I forgot because there's there, I remember there was a comic book. It was like a side. It was a side story where it was also uh, the events of Civil War, but it was coming from like a D-list hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like somebody like somebody who was it was still on the fence, but they aren't the Iron Man. They're not the Captain America's, and they're just like I don't know which one to do. Yeah, like, I, you don't, have, I don't know where to go. You have those stories, and granted, it's easier to write up. Like no, no disrespect towards you know writers of comic books or books in general, but it is easier to tell a story through a comic book than it is to tell a story through you know a TV show or a movie. But you need to have these studios take these risks. If you really want to tell a good story for Secret Invasion or for Civil War, for that matter, you should have done longer arcs. You could, you have to take those risks. And if you start to lose interest in it, you have metrics to basically look at and say, okay, the show's not going to survive another season. So let's just wrap it up after season two. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all you need to do. But, but most of these studios don't want to do it. But that's the thing, though, is that when you do a comic book story like Civil War, like Infinity Saga, or anything like that, it's the same team of writers that are doing the entire arc. Yeah. And they had an idea of how they were going to get from A to B. Yeah. There, there's a road. There's a road map, and it's the same person, more or less, writing, writing everything. Yeah. But like you said, they swap up these writers, and then they take what the concept is so you could have really great writing over here and then they take that same concept and they go okay cool i want you to match that mm-hmm. and that but they then have a different take on it and then in a way the audience then sees it back and goes why does this character feel kind of different yeah. like they feel different from the from the last episode same thing with how nick fury felt inside of this in these mo- in this show where he didn't feel like nick like he really didn't. He felt in Secret Invasion. In Secret Invasion, Nick Fury does not feel like Nick Fury. Yeah, and you and he does explain why he's acting really weird. I I just didn't buy it. Didn't, like, that's I the thing. It was a really like shoehorn reason mm-hmm. that but, it didn't feel natural to the character. Of Nick Fury. So, do you, do you do you care about the ending of? Secret Invasion? The comic book? No, the actual like show. Do I haven't cared. I know that's why I'm asking. Do you care? I would like to care because it feels <laughs> like like I don't I understand why people didn't like properties like mm-hmm. She-Hulk and Miss Marvel because there's a general audience, but it did feel new to me in the mm-hmm. sense that it was a new character. It kind of pushed away from the path of like being super relevant to the story. It was mm-hmm. kind of just separate stories. It was a niche market that it was going towards. Mm-hmm. And Secret Invasion is the show that I felt like carried a lot of weight. But so far from what you guys are saying is that it carried the weight irresponsibly and just kind of shoehorned different things in there yeah. and just 
gave you uh, answers to the, questions you might have that weren't necessarily what, what answers. Is, what Secret Invasion feels like, Secret Invasion feels like there's a lot of really great momentum. Yeah. Like the show is going, 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 going. And then either we ran out of budget or we just didn't know how to finish. Yeah. Like we just didn't know how to conclude this yeah. story. Yeah. Because it looks like, oh, how many how many people have the scrolls actually taken? And from what it looked like in underneath that un, underneath mm-hmm. Gravik's like base, seven. And then you then go to the end of it and then you go like, oh, there's like a hundred people that are down here that could possibly be scrolls. Mm-hmm. But then you also have these scenes where you have these two characters talking and they're finally having like heart to heart where they're actually getting a chance to like talk and explain themselves. But then you find out that it's just two scrolls talking. It's not even the same characters. Mm-hmm. So you're like, wait a minute. So was that the reason? Is that the whole point? Like, So it, res- what- it responsibly gave you answers, but it didn't necessarily give you an answer. Well, because the thing is that you're going, is that, that is that the scrolls interpretation of what happened yeah. or is that the real story mm-hmm. you don't know so if you don't know it doesn't matter like you, why would i care then if i don't know let's move on to this portion of the uh, comic strips here uh speaking about the writers that work on the show uh today i think it was reported today um so let's just assume it's today thousands of writers gather at the picket lines in front of NBC Universal to show their support for the continuous strikes. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I was reading a bunch of these stories of people that were being there. It's like one of the biggest gatherings they've had pretty much in the entire time that they've been striking. And I don't know if you guys heard, but I don't know if it was Universal that had the tree cutting incident that out of nowhere, mm-hmm. where, they, where they were holding the picket lines. Yeah. The tree fell? The, no, not the tree fell. And I think it might have been NBC Universal. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was Paramount, but it might have been Universal. They ordered the trees to be cut so that they could be trimmed out. Like, oh, we don't need these branches to kind of like be all out all over the place. Are so they, they like trim to get the trees. rid of shade? They said that wasn't the point. It was mm-hmm. to take care of the trees. But no. why would you do why it? Why would you do it they now? Were... Exactly. Oh, it's a hundred degree heat. Yeah. Exactly. No, so... that, that's some sneaky studio crap. Yeah, yeah, basically. So this has been one of the largest gatherings they've had in NBC Universal. Um, speaking about the strikes, unfortunately, uh, did, uh, did Jason Momoa's uh, water help? I'm assuming so. But you know who's not helping? Ben Affleck. Stephen Amell. Why? Stephen Amell oh, yeah. has been I quoted it, to yeah. not be in support of the strikes. It's weird because mm. you can I can understand what he means. It's just not the right time to say it, what and you shouldn't he, have worded it the way. Yeah. So he says, I support my union. I do, and I stand with them. I do not support striking. I don't. I think that it is a reductive negotiating tactic, and it, I find the entire thing incredibly frustrating. So I'm going to s- not spin it, but I'm going to take that as it's hard to get work already with you know how things are but now with a strike in in you've play, only made things harder yeah it's harder for actors now to keep not only that but so. also it's one of those things of you don't because in the very beginning of his statement he specifically says i support mm-hmm. what they're doing i understand yeah. what they're doing and i support it secondly he then goes it's re- i don't like strikes because they're reductive mm-hmm. because the problem is that in a strike you build animosity towards each other. Yeah. So how exactly am I supposed to work together to come to some kind of a resolution mm-hmm. when there's so much animosity that has now been built because so, of the strike? So I'm gonna I'm gonna spin it again. Mm-hmm. 
I understand what his quote means. Yeah. Because he's not being a jerk. No, he's not no, being, he's, yeah. he's being he's honest. Not. And I feel like a lot of headlines have kind of made him out to be a villain in this sense. Of well, like, that's, how you, that's, that's how, how you get clicks. That's how you get clicks, right? Yeah. But I will say that this wasn't the best thing to say at the moment, given the fact that there's an obvious side you want to be on. I think also, too, because Heels, he, his show Heels, uh-huh. season two, just aired. It's airing right now. And I think there's no line for season three right now there because isn't. of the strike right now. So yeah, he there's fear that he might not have the job mm-hmm. or might not be able to. Like, the show pick might not the, carry on, but it might. But it mean exactly. As of right I now, I haven't heard good things about the show. So. Really? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things. I've heard good things. Really? I haven't. Heard I'm good gonna things check about it out. Hold on, sure. Where have you not heard good things? Because some on so, X.com. On what? X.com. Well, immediately that's the that's immediately lost all your Twitter anymore. I know, but it doesn't. It's not Twitter anymore. You lost all your credibility. No, I've heard that it was like okay, that it wasn't like that good. What? But it's also. But hang on, hang on. Why? Why do you? I mean, you can find that on X.com as well. Why do you fight me, Nick? Because you have bad takes. No, I don't have bad takes. This is what I read. That's all it is. How about you be a good friend and just say like, you know what? Watch the show, but and I'm like, I did. Nick, I will. No, you came out. You said you weren't going to watch it. This is also what I've been finding on X.com. All of a sudden, there's a resurgence and in interest for in Eternals. Yeah. No. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> in Eternals. Oh. Everyone's going like, this movie wasn't that bad. And I'm like, no one said it was a bad movie. No one it's said it was dull. bad. It was just wasn't great. It's boring. Yeah. yeah, it's a boring, it's a boring movie. movie. It's, a, it's a boring movie. But Too it's like, many oh, cooks in this- the kitchen. <laughs> Too many cooks? Too many cooks, one chef that overthought it. Yeah. That's it. You didn't need to add the extra like, pizzazz. Yeah. Pushed too hard on that. Uh, it's, it, Look it what happened to Captain Marvel. There's that resurgence. You know yeah. what? I would have actually loved the in the Immortals. I mean, the Eternals. If they would have been Immortals. No, if they would have been um, trying to replace the Avengers, like in this like thing, but they were trying to replace the but Avengers. It didn't happen, Nick. But they're trying to replace the Avengers yeah. for their own like selfish reasons. Sure. Yeah. Kind of like the Thunderbolts yeah. in a way, mm-hmm. but they were actually super. See, I would have liked that. Would that would have been cool. I would have liked that in this new phase of like the whole, instead of the multiverse, it's basically the MCU. All the remaining characters of the MCU are like, we need the Avengers, but the Avengers are no longer part. So we need to form the Avengers. You have internals, then that way you have Thunderbolts. And it's just, it's a fail. It's a fail thing every single time. And then by the time like, you know, you have Kang coming around. You have like all these characters come in, and then you bring back the Avengers. Yeah, where it's just Boom. like these like BS. It's these. I'll BS take my scenes. check in the in the mail, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> no, but, but you know what? Honestly, with the the problem is, is that we went to time travel. Time travel yeah. and multiverse is so complicated. Mm-hmm. You can even see in the Flash how yeah, it was. That attitude is complicated. But it is it super is complicated. complicated. It's complicated with in the comic attitude, books, dude. You should just go in there with a positive attitude. Be like, you know that what? doesn't sell fun. tickets. I can't, I can't have a plucky money. attitude and sell you movies. He's just thinking about the money at this point. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how you make other movies, uh, dude. You know what? That's how you make other art. I, you know what, dude? I was going to pitch C26 to you, but I don't think I want to anymore. Pitch it. What's C26? It's a successor to A24. I told you this. Dude. I hate you. <laughs> but I'm going back to Stephen Amell. Going what back. You, what about no, him? What about that? That was it. It was just the quote. It's just, I, know, I would just say, okay, well, there's him? more to it. You okay. just tangent it. What's the, what's okay, more Okay, you took quote? the steering wheel and I said, I'm taking it back. Please what tell me done? what, what is, what's part of his ex? Another Stephen. 
Steven Sodenberg, director Soderberg? of Sodenberg, I think is how Soderberg. You it. Soderberg. Soderberg, director of Ocean's Eleven and Twelve, and Magic Mike yeah. Sokerberg. Uh, he has stated some concerns with how transparent streaming services have released their data, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. I mean, it's an obvious quote, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But he does say two potential reasons. There's two potential reasons. One is they're all making a lot of money and no one needs to know about it. Or they're making a lot less money than anybody knows. Mm -hmm. And they don't want people to find out. Basically. Yeah. It's one of the two. I mean, yeah, obviously. It's definitely one. But it is a scary thought to think about them making a lot less money than what people think Mm -hmm. they're making Mm -hmm. because it's based on investors. So streaming services are not making money. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a lot of canceled stuff. Oh, well, yeah. no, it's it's not it's not just that. What's happening right now is you have this open market where it, where just everything works. You saw the same thing in Bitcoin, where just like every day there's like a brand new thing that's like oh, uh, there's the Dogecoin, there's the uh, Bitcoin, there's yeah. Yeah, remember the that thing coin. that Elon Musk like advertised there, in SNL? You have like all Listen, these. I don't have. Enough money in my life. I don't need to worry about Toast digital currency. Less, <laughs> but, a fraction of a but, penny. But anyways, so See, what I'm but what I'm saying is that <laughs> all all it's going to do is eventually people are going to burn out, and it's just going to turn into a cannibalization, where just people are just where companies are just eating each other. Oh, They're and going to be absorbed into each other. Oh my god. Do you, want to, do you want to be absorbed into another company? No, man. This is no. Um, this, I you don't want, want to be a Cronenberg. I don't want to be, be the absorber. The absorbee. <laughs> What do you want to be? Neither. <laughs> I just want to be the man. I don't want to be Cronenberg. <laughs> what? I'm just listening. Why are you down right now, dude? Have fun. Laugh Sorry. a little. Live a little. I'm always laughing. No, you're not. <laughs> you always got an attitude. <laughs> this is coming from him, not from me. <laughs> put up with both of you. Yeah. <laughs> You can tell anytime you say something yeah. that like triggers him, he's like, I want to punch Brian so hard right now. I, want to punch just, I can't because he's not saying the thing right now, dude. He's not. I just need him to say one stupid thing. Just say one thing. Just one thing, dude. Just one thing. One. Hey, Nick. What? <laughs> he's thinking about it. Look at him, dude. Look at, look at those eyes. Go. Those are the killer eyes right there. No, here's the yeah. thing. I'm going to say this. If they're not being transparent about the data that's being released, yeah. how scary would it be that they actually are making a lot of money? They're just choosing not to report where the money is going. Yeah. Right? It's two investors, they pay them out. Didn't Logan Their Paul first, do that? First money in, first money out. Logan Paul did that, right? He was like not Logan saying Paul does how a much lot of stuff. He was making all Yeah, he his, should be he really should be in jail, but yeah. nobody, he's in Puerto no. Rico. No, he's got is he prime. in Puerto Rico? I don't remember who cares. Well, well, no, he's in he's in um, Detroit right now. In all fairness, he's a Paul. He's, he's, a, Paul. <laughs> he's a Paul. He's a Maverick. Yeah, no, they, they, who cares about him? They're just <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I can't wait till he gets his ass kicked in SummerSlam. They're just garbage people. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I yeah. think I've said this before. I would love to work with Logan Paul just one time. Why? Because he he seems he just like hop you up in Prime. <laughs> he's all drink it. <laughs> he's like, no, Get he doesn't it, make you drink Prime. He puts it. He injects it. In he you? injects it in you. Yeah, dude. dude, you're gonna be strapped to a table, just no, don't guzzling don't down, it, just guzzling down. Prime. Wait, what's the thing and that you put on the bag? And it's card. like right here. What is Insulin? it called? Insulin? No. IV. IV. There it is. Mm-hmm. It's IV fed, dude. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. I thought he's gonna waterboard you with it. Dude, imagine. It probably does too. With coconut yeah. water. 
Coconut water prime. That is what it is. It's coconut water based. That's basically, yeah. Yeah. Can you wake up? I'm awake. God, staring dude. At you. Huh? I'm staring at you. Why? Wide awake. <laughs> uh, let's see. What other thing can I talk about? Oh, this might wake you up. Do you know who Dexter Jet uh, Jet Jetser? Dexter De- Jetser? Who yes. is he? Dexter Jetster? Yeah. Yeah, he's the what are he is the diner owner. <gasps> in he episode is a Star two. Wars fan, dude. In episode two. What? Yeah. He's getting his own short series. Good for him. Yeah. Who? Dexter Jetster. I don't Jexter. know. Some one of Obi Wan's friends from Attack of the Dex- Clones. Dexter Jetster in Obi in uh, Attack of the Clones. He's the one. He's like the the, the greasy the greasy guy that he gets all the information about the Kaminoans. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. No, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm literally waiting for you to like. I'm still trying to think who it is, and I'm like, he's like no. He's the guy that's like he's like the fat guy that's making burgers. Oh, okay. And he's got like five. He's got like six. That arms. was yeah. the most. <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> I don't get it. Because that was the most genuine. <laughs> Sense of like excitement and non excitement face I've ever seen between you two. It was just like, dude, he's the diner owner from Attack of the Clones. He's like this fat, greasy alien. You're like, yeah? <laughs> like you're waiting for his, like, yeah, and he pulls out a lightsaber and yeah, he's like, 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 like chops yeah. up meat with the lightsabers with four hands. <laughs> no, he just, he just he just has his fingers in the underworld, man. <laughs> All he has is a, he knows a lot of you know, stuff. Yeah, he knows a lot. That's why he's uh, the information web. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's, a, he's, an, he's an information broker. Oh, okay. I okay. literally Obi-Wan saw. Goes to. Look him up. Look up yeah. uh, I Dexter Jexter. what it was like for me to talk to Nick and be excited about something and Nick just being like, uh-huh. But it was right in front of me played out by you two. This was so perfect. Oh, that made me so happy. Nick, how does it feel to have a show? Oh, that, that guy. Okay. Yeah, that one, that fat dude. Oh, okay. Hey, he's just big bone, right? <laughs> he's just big bone. Yeah. Hey, Nick, he's an alien. How does it feel that Star Trek has oh, a better yeah. series than Star Wars? Do they? Yeah, Strange New Worlds. Mm. So much better than anything Star Wars stuff that they put out. Besides Mandalorian. Yeah. First of all, it's on Paramount Plus. Yeah, exactly. And Not a lot of people have that. That's fine. And Strange New Worlds is phenomenal. It's great. And the Mandalorian. Yeah, had a good like first two seasons until Ahsoka comes out. Yeah, right. You think Ahsoka's gonna be good? Yes. I'm gonna laugh like... if Ahsoka's not that good. No, and it's... Nick is like gonna come in going like, Renee, I want your honest take on Ahsoka. If it's not that good, mm-hmm. you better be real. Don't <laughs> just do it to like yeah. you know no, make Filoni, him happy. Though. Dave Filoni knows how to tell a story. Yeah. Hey, you know what? People have flops. It's okay. No, not not Dave. What if what if he does? What happens? Is your entire identity just gone? If Dave Filoni really messed up and really the Sokotano series is not that good, I'd be really surprised. I will surprised. grab my balls and rip them off. That's you what will? No, you would, you not would? me. You will? I won't. Everybody heard it's it. It's not me. Everybody heard it. Brian says going to rip his balls Clip off. It. <laughs> <laughs> when it, if it comes out bad, I want Brian to rip his balls off on camera. Two more pieces E-bomb of information. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what that is anymore. I know, that's why I said it. And then put it on ice. <laughs> Two more pieces of information before we move on to our main topic. Cody Daniels, a, re- uh, a recipient of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, mm-hmm. has reported <laughs> Barack Obama has a main in Smash Brothers. Oh. Who do you think Barack Obama mains? Joker. 
in oh, Smash Bros. Oh, from Ultimate. I was like, Joker. It's like, oh, that's right, from Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Persona, the Persona series. Is that right? No. Oh. We're talking about when Barack Obama used to play video games. So I think maybe like in the N64 Melee era. Mm. Oh, then Link. Is it? No. What's yours? I'll say Samus. Captain Falcon. Well, you know, I gave her a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of thought about this. And, uh, Captain Falcon. Falcon. I'm gonna hit Here's you with my the, uh, main Smash Bros. <laughs> uh, you better watch out for my uh, Falcon. Falcon. Punch. Falcon. Punch. <laughs> <laughs> or my Falcon. Kick. <laughs> Stop looking at me, dude. That's what I said to the ballots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to falcon punch my way to when the When I was poles. against Mitt Romney, <laughs> I took one look at him, and I said, falcon punch. <laughs> Stop looking at me like this, dude. Just staring at you. I didn't realize the looking. Yeah, at you. because it's weird, dude. It's like, why do you need to stare at me? Last piece I have of information. Else to look. Last I'm looking piece straight ahead. of information from comic strips. <laughs> Couple pieces of video game news. Okay. Evo is happening this weekend mm-hmm. as of recording. Uh, so if it's you're listening to this on Wednesday, it already passed. Plus, Pokemon Worlds has also passed as well. The World Championships. I'll probably be watching that. I'm interested in it. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Direct will also be having a uh, Direct, I guess. It's Pokemon Presents on 8-8-2023, starting at 6 a.m. 30-minute mm-hmm. long presentation. Oh, yeah. Last, you're just not a Pokemon guy. This is I'm for not. Lewis. You're not. I'm not. He pretends he is, but he's not. It's this, this piece of information was for Lewis. It's because everything that Pokemon's come out with in the last past uh, for you. five, six years for has you. been lame. For you. For you. For most. For you. It's okay. And then Nintendo has just teased. Because just because you've been licking their nuts. For years? I'm fine with that. Is Anything from a guy that licks the nuts of any Star Wars. Lick the very best. So <laughs> 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 true. I did like other ones. Uh, in uh, some, uh, I don't know if it was announced in like some like hearings, like financial hearings or whatever it was, yeah. but uh, some. Pieces of information have leaked out that the new Nintendo console is set to release next year in the second half of next year. It doesn't matter. I don't know, Nick. Do you have a Switch? Yeah. More than likely, you're going to get one then. Doesn't matter, I guess. Okay, cool. What's got you so down? What? That's the end of comic strips, ladies and gentlemen. Nick being all sad. You promised me strippers. I said comic strips. You said comic strippers when Sean was here. I said strippers, and then you didn't correct me, so I expected some ladies to walk in, or men, either one. Why ladies first? Because they're ladies? Because, they're women? Yeah. Women first. Boobs Why, are great. Huh? Boobs, boobs are, are great. great. Everybody loves B- boobs. double zero. Do you like boobs? I like boobs. I like boobs. Do you like boobs? Yeah. Do you? Leo loves boobs. Huh? Leo loves boobs. Leo does, dude. No, not this Leo. This Leo's a teenager. Let's talk about I'm so glad you paid $30 for it You broke already No it didn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Broke already TMNT baby One of the greatest movies to come out this year Better than Whoa. Across the Spider-Verse Damn <laughs> We're just gonna start like just Hot takes baby let's do it Just, fall, just a bunch of falsehoods like, What do you mean falsehoods dude it's real What are you talking about all right. Did Blue we all Beetle see? still needs to come out, man. Huh? Blue Beetle still needs to come out. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is very true. Uh, I know, you know what was really funny? We went, when we went to go see uh, Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. 
Monica's or not Teenage Mutant Turtles, but we went to go see Haunted Mansion. Yeah. We saw the Blue Beetle trailer. Yeah. And I was really surprised that Monica goes, I want to go see that. Yeah. So does Andy. I was really surprised because when she it's like appealing to like the Hispanic like family. No, don't culture. start. Don't start. It. No, but that's back to where we started. <laughs> <laughs> you said Hispanics. Hispanics. Trigger word for Nick. It's like a circle. <laughs> Hispanics. <laughs> don't get mad. It's okay. Is it, is it kind of like a I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? It's a circle. It's a circle. Yeah. It's a circle. You're inside the circle. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so rainy. <laughs> I'm excited for Blue Beetle. I was also a lot more excited for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, no, but this movie came out last week. Supposedly, it's not earning that much. It only made like less than $10 million in its demo, uh, domestic previews. Really? How, how much does it need to honestly make? I think it needs to make uh, more than $100 mil. You know, what's, you know what's interesting, though? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, animated movies are good, and for some reason they don't make money because you the turtle fan base sucks. They but it's we it, are terrible people because TMNT the movie was really good. The one with um, you mean the animated one that yeah. came out after the no. Michael Bay one? Yeah, that okay. Was, I was gonna say I'm like the one that had like Chris Evans as Casey Jones and yeah. like Sarah Michelle Gellar was uh, yeah. Equal. No, it wasn't that bad. The was voice, it? yeah. Who was it? Chris Evans was Casey Jones. Was it Chris Evans? Yes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they had all the And Chris's. Patrick Stewart was like the villain. Oh, yeah. Patrick Stewart was the villain. Yeah. See, here's the problem. Ninja Turtle fans are the worst people around if well, you're an adult. And then it also has uh, Leo Lee for like I feel six like, years. I feel like every fandom has the, is the worst fandom. Star Wars, oh, Star Trek. You had to hit him with the Star Wars yeah, first, huh? You had to. Star Trek is also pretty terrible. I mean, no, don't you, I mean, don't you dare. A Star Wars fan. Yeah, Strange New Worlds. Trekkie be- fans just don't exist. Trekkie fans are just—they don't the tre- move around a lot. Pointed to Trekkie. Okay, I might have set myself up for that. One. <laughs> <laughs> just, that wasn't hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, where are we gonna find one? <laughs> Damn it, foiled again. <laughs> no, but here. Okay, that's on me. I put the part too low. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me look at that. All Star Trek. <laughs> no, but the thing is that when it comes to Ninja Turtle fans. You have two separate audiences. You have the audiences that want the dark and gritty storylines of the comic books and the 2003 cartoon. And then you have the ones that are okay with the fact that it's a kid's property and we can live with the fact that this is going to be advertised to kids. Right? You have Nickelodeon that owns it. Yes. So I don't have a problem with TMNT cartoons coming out that are very childish. Yeah. I'm not going to watch them. What was the last one that came out? It was like Rise of the Dude, that thing was sick. What, Have you seen that show? The the cartoon one? The cartoon one? Rise, of the, Rise dude, of the Mutants? Yeah. Rise, is it called Rise of the Mutants? Yeah. Yeah, but dude, it was sick. Like that mm-hmm. that show was cool because they changed it where uh each one of the weapons had like uh like a magical property to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like every single one of them was like a guardian of the weapon. Didn't Netflix also sponsor or not sponsor, but they uh help produce mm-hmm. the, the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about giving it a watch, but it was just like it just doesn't appeal to me because I again I was like one of those fans that it's like the last good TMNT cartoon that I watched was the two thousand and three one. But, oh yeah, but the thing is that it changes things up because it makes Leo much more of the rash hothead. Yeah, it was weird because they made Raph more of the leader in the new one. Yeah, and then it was a building br- uh, brick for Leo and stuff like where that. Which Le- is fine. Where Leo Leo mm-hmm. needs to learn to become the leader. That's fine because there's always been a butting of heads between Leo and Ralph. Yeah, there's Raph. always been that, right? It's Raph. 
Raphael, not Raphael. Ralph. It's not Alf. Look at you. You guys are like Leo and Ralph. Oh. I, that's you know what? There were moments in the movie where I'm just like, dude, for once you sounded like a leader. Oh, thanks, ruined it. That's a Nick line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so who's who's Ralph or Ralph or how? Raphael. How hard is it to say Raph? He, he's Raph. You're Leo. Oh, so I'm the leader. He's super annoying. Who? You would tell on everybody. I wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah. You would totally snitch. You would, yeah, you would snitch. You would so, so snitch. So then what, what does that make you? I'm nothing. Are you Splinter? No, no I'm not Splinter. Are you Casey? He's Mikey. No. Are you April? Really. Are you April O'Neil? Am O'Neil? I Mikey? You're Mikey. Am I Mikey? Are you a Mikey? I don't like Mikey, though. Or you could be Donnie. You want to be Donnie? I'd rather be Donnie. He's smart. Are you smart? But Donnie's like always in the I'm middle. Smart. Okay. Yeah. Do- Donnie's always in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's not that Donnie's, Donnie's not just smart. He's always does in the middle. Does this look like you? No, it just needs to be like 100 pounds heavier. <laughs> I actually love the idea that in the movie, they finally they, they finally mentioned the fact of the fact that everybody actually has a weapon and Donnie has a stick. Yeah. <laughs> I have a stick. So. Where he's like, I don't know if you guys remember, but I have a stick. Yeah. So They have knives. Yeah. Let's get this conversation back on track. If you have yeah. not seen the movie, go watch the movie before we spoil anything because this is a spoiler heavy review. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go ahead and start. This is your last spoiler warning before we start. And... Did you guys like this movie? I did. It was good. It was really good. I thought it was loved fun. it. Mm-hmm. It's a very fun movie. Fun. Mm-hmm. Going back to this idea of, you know, reminiscing about like the old cartoons and the mm-hmm. old movies and stuff. This was a movie that fit multiple generations. I feel like if you're thinking too hard about it mm-hmm. in the sense that you wanted something gritty and dark, you're not going to get it. What it does really well for me is that it gives the turtles a different personality. Yeah. And it makes the kids shine. Yes. The only thing I didn't like that I kind of didn't like because they kept on mentioning it, but they never really showed it. Like they kept on saying like, oh, yeah, Raph's a wild card. Yeah. They they kept mentioning it of like, man, Ralph, Raph really needs help. I almost said Ralph. (laughs) Raph, which Raph needs to see a therapist. Raph, which is Raph this? Is that is Raph that? I didn't really see it in the in the movie. Like at no point, like unless it was cut for some reason. But they never really showed Raphael being this like hothead that's not listening to anybody. Mm-hmm. If anything, you, yeah, you saw him be kind of like. How do you show that in teenagers like this? Because he's not listening. Like he's not like when everybody else says like he he's he's super brash. He's going off on his own. He's doing because he's still following orders. He is still following orders. There isn't like this whole thing of. Uh, like the whole team saying like we can't do that and then Raph going you know what forget you guys I'm just gonna do it on my own then there and w- them getting pulled in so the thing is is that when I think about this right I keep thinking about the 2003 cartoon the darker one that was that, w- that was out in that era right mm-hmm. and there was a lot of Leo and Raph fighting yes. because Raph he was brash in the sense that like Leo took too long to make decisions. Mm-hmm. He there was Leo was all about patience and waiting for the right time and doing things correctly. And Raph was like, no, like let's just get in there. Let's not split. Let's not waste time. Let's just start kicking ass. And then it would bite him in the ass, and he would never take responsibility for it. Yes. Right mm-hmm. here, I feel like you can't show it as much. And the reason why is because in that cartoon, they weren't so much as brothers as they were clan members. Mm-hmm. They were a team. That's all it was. Here, they were a team, 
but the brothership was more apparent here. But the thing is that brothers still fight. They do. No matter what, brothers are always like they're always gonna butt heads. And they I do. feel but I feel that Raph was more annoyed of Leo than he was of this whole we're gonna butt heads. Like I don't agree with you. Well, even keep in mind that Raph was that leader for Donnie and Mikey when Leo was the one that sold them out or Leo wanted to do something specific and they didn't care about it. And it went to show in that part where they were about to go into the sewer after they were done with their one month of being grounded. Mm-hmm. I really like that poster. That I know, poster's I like sick. This, I, like this poster. I really like that poster. If, if I could buy that, if I can buy that poster, I am going to buy you that can poster. Buy it. It's yeah. good. That's probably a, get that's online a, somewhere. That's a sick poster. But I like that poster. you can tell that, <laughs> yeah, you can tell that there was still a lot of fighting there because they wanted to go out and go watch a movie. They wanted to go have fun, right? And so you had this idea of Donnie and Mikey going like, oh, but, you know, Raph says it's okay. So what do you say, Leo? But it wasn't Raph's idea. It's Donnie's idea. Yeah. But Raph was the one that said it was okay. They listened to them. They initiate the idea by having the conversation start. And Raph is the one that says, let's do it. I, Leo was never the one to basically plan out the whole thing. I understand that. But but that's what, I'm, that's what I mean, though, is that I feel like what they should have done is they should have went the route of, of Rise where Leo is more of the kind of like the, the more impulsive one uh-huh. where he's going to, he's not going to listen to the brothers. He's going to go do his own thing. I... Whether, whether it be him being overly cocky or whether it be him, because he's, he's not necessarily a coward in this, in, in this uh, representation of him. It's more of like, he's very much a, a rat's boy. Yeah. Where he's like, he's oh, a yeah, daddy's boy. He's a daddy's boy. He's yeah. going to listen to splinter no matter what. Yeah. Which is fine. To that point, I get. I don't agree with people going into this movie and criticizing it because it's too lighthearted. That's the problem that I have. Yeah. I've seen that criticism where it's like, because you have, it's a 95 for critics and 96 for audiences. Mm -hmm. Can you you get a a bad review? Yeah. I want to see some bad reviews. Because what I've seen is that they're criticizing it for being too light. It's too all over the place. Um, But I enjoy it. I like the fact that the kids were able to kind of improvise some of the lines and have those moments of like, they're just, I, I thought it was funny because they, cause I saw some people go like, Oh yeah, I didn't like it because when the boys were talking, sometimes it got a little annoying. Uh-huh. Here's like, one from the John Wenzel from the Denver post. Simply being better than past failures does not make something good. <laughs> While mutant mayhem does serve several things, right? From its likable voice cast to its refreshed version of the Turtles' origin story, it also gets stuck in the same gunk as its four, as its four bears. That's it. So what does that mean? I think it's still it's still clunky. Mm-hmm. Like it still has problems. Here's another one from Maya Maya from the Maya Phillips from the New York Times. There's little complexity to the characters and no surprise to the plot. And even the messaging about tolerance, good intentions, and outsiders finding their brood is unimaginably expressed that that it feels cliche. Question. Do you feel like there's a misunderstanding because of the generational gap? Yes. You, you know what? Yes. That's a big, big play into that. Okay. Because when Andy and when there's because they're Gen Zers. Yeah, that's they what they are. are. They're Gen Zers. When you and I went to go watch it, because we went, it was you, me. Monica and Andy. We went to go mm-hmm. watch it in theater. Renee had a was Renee was stuck in Ontario. Yes, yeah. I thought it was so funny because on the way there, Monica not 
Not that she was unwilling to go. She was not excited. She was she was definitely not excited. She yeah, was not. Like, do I have I to watch this turtle movie? Like it, it, yeah, it, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't even like like that. It was more of like, <sighs> okay, let's go do it. And I'm kind of like, come on, like it's like it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's a, it's an animated turtle. It's gonna be fun. Movie, and then yeah. she was like, she. I think she because I think she just thought it was gonna be like a kid, like a kitty movie, and like it's she's not, not and everything else. And then once a kitty we, movie. Yeah, but, but it's then, not, it doesn't feel like a kid. I, that, but that was the thing, though. Is when we left, I asked her, I go, how did you like it? And then she goes, you know what? I laughed a lot more than I thought, and I enjoyed it a lot more. Uh, her nephew is going to – and then she was like, oh, yeah, my ne- her ne- my nephew is going to like really like it. Mm-hmm. And I go, would you watch this movie again? And in a heartbeat, she was like, no. <laughs> what? She was like, no. Okay, what she said is she goes, no, she I would really not pay. No. No, she was like, no, I, wa- I wouldn't pay f- to watch the movie again in the theaters. I think that me watching it one time in the theater is fine. She goes, but if it was on like a streaming service or if like the kids were watching it, I wouldn't mind watching it with them. Which oh, is fine. Okay, I feel like most fair. people go through that. Andy said she'd watch it again. Yeah, in the theaters? Or? Yeah, in yeah. the theater. She said it was like a very enjoyable film. But I think that that's where, that, that's where most of that criticism comes from mm-hmm. is that because of the generational gap – you have a lot of people who are not liking this movie or wanting to find something to nitpick, mm-hmm. but that's its biggest strength yeah. is the fact that it understands where it fits in the generation. And it gives you a story by also feeding you the nostalgia that you want. There's a lot of kids that don't know much about the Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. or they're just getting into it because yeah. their first entry was rise of the mutants. Mm-hmm. That was their first cartoon. Yeah. We started out with the 87 cartoon. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was it. None of us picked up the comic book until mm-hmm. years afterwards. I mean, in, in all, no, 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 no. I, I was going to say, I'm I like, was, <laughs> no, no, no. I was, but I was going to say the, but the, even the 87 cartoon changed a lot from the origin. They like did. It, cha- it changed a lot yeah, from it was super lighthearted. The it was very lighthearted compared to the comic book, which was very brutal. The 87 cartoon gave the turtles the colors, mm-hmm. their red, orange, blue, and purple color. Because they couldn't tell them apart. You couldn't tell them apart. It gave them their attitudes, mm-hmm. so their personalities and how they would act towards each other. Mm-hmm. It gave them all that. Um, and then it established like certain characters as well because I don't think the comic book had the mutants in it, did it? So no, it but it it, it gave the characteristics of the turtles mm-hmm. because the original one doesn't have Mikey as like the pizza loving like cowabunga like surfer dude. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have Donnie as like the tech wizard. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't have Raph as, Raph as like the brutish, and it doesn't have Leo as like the, the leader, brut- like the hardcore leader. Yeah. It, it really does. Oh, in their uh, letters. Yeah, that the letters was also added on there. Well, because that way, the, oh, it, uh, if you ever want to see it, it's such a great, great um, was it documentary? It's the the toys that made us. They did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, they do one. They did one on Teenage okay. Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they they talked about how the reason being is because when when they put them in front of a kid, they didn't know which one was which. Yeah. So they were like, okay, we need to put like very little effort into changing the molds. So that way we can then cycle out these and make as many as possible. Yeah. So that's why they just put little tiny letters and they were like, cool, that's Leo. Yeah. That's and Donnie. The nostalgia in this movie is there. It's definitely there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it starts with the mutants by bringing back Mondo Gecko, Ray Filet, mm-hmm. you know, Wingnut, Superfly. Oh, well, Superfly, obviously, because he's the main villain, but like Wingnut. Bebop, Rocksteady. Yeah, it, it, it brings it all in that. But the nostalgia also comes from the fact that they put the, uh, what is it called? That song by uh, 
vanilla the vanilla ice vanilla ice yeah the ninja rap song yeah, yeah. it plays yeah. it for like maybe 10 seconds go ninja, go from ninja, teenage Mutant ninja turtles 2 they yes. also i loved how they implemented the 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 video game song was that was that in the the garage fight yeah no it's not it's donnie's ringtone yeah when when Donnie's phone rings, it's the teeny, it's their uh, video game ringtone. Mm-hmm. Like, that's interesting. Okay, yeah. now I got to rewatch. There's a, there's a lot <laughs> of stuff, and then yeah. but it, it's also interesting too because they realized that these kids are probably like the teenage ninja turtles are probably into stuff that these kid that kids of today are into. Yeah, like you can really like it's funny that Donnie is. Donnie's a weeb. Donnie <laughs> loves anime. Yeah, he loves anime. anime. He likes Jujutsu Kaisen. He likes uh, Attack, Attack on Titan. Titan. Mm-hmm. And he likes JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. JoJo's yeah. Bizarre Adventure. I love how he loves Attack on Titan. He goes, this person that loves Attack on Titan, like I already like feel like I resonate with them. He's like, <laughs> and I haven't even met them yet. That's how every anime person is. That's the thing. Friend it's of the show, uh, Sean. Uh, friend of the show, Sean. He was. I ran into him yesterday yeah. when we were at Guildhall. Uh-huh. And he's asking about this movie. He's like, yeah. oh, is it worth watching? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, because you have all these different fun things, and the turtles have their like. And then you told him that Donnie's a weeb, and he realized Donnie's like, a weeb. He's like, okay, what animes is he into? And he's like, Jujutsu Kaisen, Attack on Titan, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. We have a side bet where if I'm told him to give Twisted Metal a try, and if he doesn't like it, he gets to make me watch an anime of his choice. Ooh, I would just say I didn't like it. Huh? I would just say I didn't like it. Twisted Metal. He's two. He's two episodes in. Yeah, yeah Sean's he's also two. an honest man of integrity. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. You don't know. Him, <laughs> so he's two episodes in. He's saying that he's disappointed in Twisted Metal, but he'll finish it. But the anime he made, who wanted me to watch was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh my oh, God! Wow. Why would he start you on JoJo? I've only seen the first season. You mean the I first two it. episodes? No, it's like isn't it like the first two episodes is the first season? Isn't it like eight episodes long? Really? It's I two, forgot. The first season is two episodes. Okay, well, I've seen that. Because that goes with the Dio and jo- and Joe Joestar. And yeah. then Joe and then Joe dies, and then you then get Jonathan Joestar. It's a fun anime. I like it. Yeah. So I was just like, dude, it's not a bad anime to watch. I like it. It gets weird. Actually, no, it's always weird. It's but it's, <laughs> it, it's a bizarre adventure. Yeah. But uh, JoJo's, get, I don't like JoJo's when it goes more anime. Okay. I like it. I liked it when it was 80s muscle. You like it when it, 80s muscle. I, I liked the like over, like just like <laughs> super, <laughs> yeah, like the super roided, like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? no. <laughs> That's, it's oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you, you don't know those, those memes, dude? Dude, I got I to gotta show you JoJo's. Yeah, it's a good anime. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's ask this. How was the story for you guys? I thought it was interesting. I am kind of interested to see that their characteristics are going to be given to them via these new mutants. Because Gecko, it looks like, is going to give Donnie his... Uh, love of skateboards. He already told him Kawabunga. He already, like, you can kind of see where Donnie is resonating this from, like, an older brother. Mm-hmm. Like, and everything else. So, also, I can see Raph getting closer to Bebop and Rocksteady and getting a lot more angry and kind of doing whatever it is he wants to do from them. So, it's it, it's interesting to kind of see where they might be in, if there is a second movie, getting There is more, a second movie. Huh? They've already greenlit a sequel and a TV series. Good, and I but I can see where they're going to be getting their more, uh, what was it, stereotypical characteristics from. What about you, Renee? 
I thoroughly liked it as well too. I liked um, just the bantering between all four of the brothers. Mm-hmm. It felt very natural, very felt organic with the way they were talking to each other and stuff like that. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed as well, just like the other mutants, you know, all the other characters. You know, Paul Rudd was great as the Mondo. <laughs> he does not sound like Paul yeah. Rudd. <laughs> the humans, they got to go. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what's funny? Rosa. I, th- <laughs> I actually thought that was Andy Samberg at first. Right? It didn't sound like Andy really, Samberg. It really did sound like Andy Samberg at first. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, that's, that is Paul Rudd. Yeah. Um, Ice Cube knocked it a Superfly. You know, I literally liked it. I re- oh, yeah. So I really liked that they went with Mutants first before Shredder. The classic, like, always movie before Shredder. It's know, always Shredder. Yeah. It's always Shredder, and that's it's it. It's always the foot. Mm-hmm. It's interesting for me because the story for me was really good. It was simple. It kept it basic there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of complication in terms of like it was just kind of like will the humans accept us for who we are mm-hmm. that was the main premise of the story yeah. and yes. he had april basically helping out where she could mm-hmm. what i loved so much was we get to keep the mutants as friends because we've seen it enough where bebop and rocksteady are the villains, villains mm-hmm. and you have everyone else just kind of fighting the turtles and they're just villains of the week essentially here mm-hmm. They're like their compadres. They're like, oh, they're brothers and sisters. They live in you know, the sewer with them. And I feel like you said it. They're going to teach the turtles different things, mm-hmm. which is great. That's kind of what I want to see. Mm-hmm. An extended family. An extended family. Yeah. And that's good. We get to see a different side of the, of the mutants, you know, without Superfly. Spoiler, mm-hmm. he basically just he, what, what he gets would, caught. What would you do if in the next one they, ha- like they start picking up martial arts as well? Like Bebop and Rocksteady become like sumo wrestlers, or like they start. That's fine. It. Yeah, I think that would be kind of interesting. Of like that because the turtles are training inside the sewers, that yeah. they maybe start picking it up. Yeah, which is totally fine. I I don't see a problem with changing the characters drastically because the change, it's a drastic change to give the turtles the attitudes that they have now, the personalities. It is a drastic change because mm-hmm. it's unlike anything that we've seen before. Because it's ooze. It's, it's ooze. It flows ooze. a little better, you know? You like that? Yeah, it's ooze. <laughs> it's, it's good personalities to have because they're not the normal ones that we've seen before. It's the personalities of the voice yeah. actors integrated into these turtles, mm-hmm. and people love them. That's a good thing to have. My favorite line is when they, like, when Donnie, when they, like, um, compliment Donnie's driving. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, how'd you learn to drive so well? Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, five. you know, <laughs> he's like, I've been playing a lot of Forza Horizon, and that's kind of what got me, you know, to drive so well. Fun fact, the IGN interview with uh, Seth Rogen and the cast of TMNT, um, they were asked, like, oh, what video game taught you some life skill or something like that? And one of them was, like, GTA because it taught him to do, like, not get caught doing stupid things yeah. and the voice actor that played Don he's like I don't play a lot of video games but you know I'm about to get my permit so I'm playing a lot of Forza Horizon so that's teaching me how to drive I'm like see that's the personality you love that mm-hmm. it's great so I hope that that carries over with the mutants mm-hmm. that you get to see more refined personalities because the only personalities that we really got was Mondo Gecko some Wingnut some of Leatherhead yeah, and that's it we didn't get to see any of no. Angus Frog. No. They really or Ray put... Ray Filet. Ray is a singer. Yeah. But they, that's it. They put... Um, Isn't he Post Malone? That's Post Malone. Post, yeah. Um, they really put uh, Beep Up and Rocksteady in the background. Which is fine. Yeah. Because well, they were, they were very one note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want them... Note. You don't want comfortability there because if you would have relied so much on that nostalgia, everyone knows Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows. That's fine to have little tastes of them, but that's it. 
I also feel it was because it was John Cena and Seth Rogen. Yeah. Where it's like they were busy and we didn't have a lot of, to like give them. That's true. To who like is, depend on them. Who is Genghis Frog? Oh, uh, Hannibal Burris, I thought. Yeah. I wanted more of Genghis Frog. It was Hannibal Burris. Mm. Yeah. Because I like the fact that he was like the cute one and they were making fun of him. He's mm. like, He's like don't, don't undermine me. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, uh, don't talk down to me. <laughs> it's such a great line. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts on this movie? The animation. You forgot to talk about that. The animation that. was great. You can actually, you can really tell that it's the same people for uh, the Millers versus the Ro- oh, which one versus the universe. Oh no, it's um. Can you look it up? It's it just won it won an Oscar two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's not the Millers. It's um. No, but it's, it is the same studio that did the Millers. It is. A, yeah, it's not the Millers. What is it called? Look up Millers animated movie or something like that. It's something versus the machines. No, why did I say why did I say animal? That's weird. Yeah, but it is the same. Stu- I think it, it was. It wasn't the same studio. I think, but it might have been the same. Some of the same people that worked on it. Tale? It was the same director. It was the same director, and there was, I thought they Jeff used Rowe. The, I think his name is. And I, but I thought he also used the same. Um, so look up uh, the director for um, for this movie, Mutant Mayhem. Okay. It's he also directed the movie you're talking about. But that because that movie is really good. That is a good movie. It's a, good, it's a solid movie. It's. Let's see. Well, when, when Renee finds it, we'll, we'll talk about it right now. But it's a solid, solid movie. And I'm surprised that not a lot of people have seen it. Oh, The Mitchells. The Mitchells. Is that The Millers? Yeah. The have you seen Mitchells. that movie? Yeah, I've seen that. That was actually a really good movie. Yeah, it's, it's a, a very good movie. movie. It has a it's solid, Netflix, it's got a yeah. good message and everything else. It's good. It's just solid a kid movie. trying to figure, like trying to, trying to be a film student and she doesn't want to go on vacation with her family and then she ends up going and it turns out to be an epic adventure versus robots. Yeah, it ends, it's such a good concept. It ends up turning into the apocalypse. <laughs> Basically, and it's such a good could movie. Could you imagine too. being the apocalypse and you stuck with your family? <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> What if what? it's the apocalypse and it's us? We're stuck. Stuck together? We're stuck together. You. That's a movie waiting to happen. You become a bottom real quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. Why do you got to be so aggressive, dude? Why do you got to come in with like a... Just a going for the so kill, dude. so submittable, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not submittable. I have to have currency of somehow. What? I have to have a currency. No, I'm not your currency. You will it's good that. to know that I'm just expendable. Not expendable. What is currency? Your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Your butt. That's what I'm going to sell. Go back to the animation. Get, what do we think about the animation? That I can get gas for you? Stop. <laughs> get gas for that ass. <laughs> what do we think about the animation? It was good. The The animation studio says that they it took them a really long time because they said that they didn't want everything to look symmetrical. Mm-hmm. That they wanted they didn't want like a lot of like really f- defined circles. They wanted like weird shapes. They purposely wanted to make it like the old classic comic book design, mm-hmm. which is good. And you had you can even tell in the background that like when lights flickered, mm-hmm. the lines would shift over. Oh yeah, like That's, constantly. They said that too. They wanted it if it was like doodles. Yeah. Like yeah. a teenager was scribbling in they, their notebook they said, and stuff. They, they did say the inspiration was into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, has better animation, sense. though? Uh, Is it even comparable? It's not. I want to say it's more for, at least for TMNT this way, it's a little bit closer to two-dimensional, while Spider-Verse is very three-dimensional. You can see it's it's 
it is more three dimensional. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. It's more depth. It has way more. It <laughs> yeah. does have more depth. Yeah. It's like three D without the three D glasses. Yeah, yeah, basically. In terms of the animation, for me, it's interesting because like I walked out of it really appreciating the work that goes behind the animation yeah. for this. Mm -hmm. It does suck that Into the Spider Verse or Across the Spider Verse, mm -hmm. or is it Into? What? Either one, Spider Verse, the Spider Verse movie that came out this First year. First one is into across. This is across. So the cross of Spider Verse. It sucks that they're getting into some controversy because of the animators that are basically calling out the studio for like overworking them. Mm -hmm. I hope it doesn't happen with this movie. And if it does, that sucks. They need to like figure out a way to make it better for yeah. animators. Mm -hmm. But I do appreciate animation after watching two really great movies this year. Yeah, we've had some solid animated movies this year, mm -hmm. and I hope that it continues because. So which yeah. one do you think is going to get uh, best animated movie though? I don't think this might move. Because I do, I think Across the Spider Verse is going to get an award of some kind. It'll be nominated for Best Animated Film. I will say, based off of the amount of work and variety, it does have to go into Across. Because what were the animated movies that have come out so far? Do you look that up for this year? Because Across the Spider-Verse has multiple different uh, animated techniques. That's why. It's technically Yeah. Better. Technically, it's better. But... The story, and the, the, the problem is that, in, that Across the Spider-Verse doesn't have an ending. It doesn't. But I will say that it's nothing that we haven't seen before. Super Mario Brothers? No. Uh, was it Teenage Kraken? No. Uh, Resident Evil Resident Dead Evil Island. Death Island. No. I haven't seen that yet. Little Mermaid? Yeah, that was animated. Racer? Rally Road Racer? No. I don't even know what that is. Uh, well, there's not a lot. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot. Hasn't been a lot. But yeah, as of, as of right now, I, I would definitely put... I can honestly Money. see... You think, I think Barbie, I think, uh, Barbie is going to get... Uh, what was it? It's going to be nominated as well. Yeah. For animated? Um, no, 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 but just in general. Oh, well, yeah, Barbie and Oppenheimer. We were talking about this. Are, Are we, we done with Ninja Turtles? Are we going to wrap up the show? I, think, we, yeah. I, I, I yeah. think for the most part. I, I, Do we recommend um, Ninja Turtles movie? Definitely. Yes. Yeah, it's it's also great up. if you have kids. If you have kids, I definitely recommend this movie. Do you have kids? Huh? Do you have kids? I have 57. Uh, what? Why was that number so specific? Because that's the amount of students I have. Uh, to wrap up. Because we got to wrap up the show pretty soon. Uh, Andy and I were talking about the Oscars because it's coming around the corner. And I was talking about how this is probably the one shot that Christopher Nolan has to win an Oscar for Best Picture. You don't think he's going to get it? Who's el who, el who else is in competition for it? No, I'm just saying he's not going to get it. I'm not saying he's not in competition. I think he'll get it this year. I think this is his movie. Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer is his movie. I feel that Oppenheimer, it's because it's a biopic. Everybody loves a biopic. Mm -hmm. The only person that doesn't win with a biopic is Leonardo DiCaprio. He's not in the movie. So He's, it's fine. It's the only, but I'm just saying in general. Like, secretly credited in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I he saw. wins the Oscar. Yeah. Psych. I would, I would not He's be surprised. I would not be surprised if Killian Murphy walks up there and he's like, oh, I would like to say, I got you. And like, it's, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I did the whole movie. I do think that it is Christopher Nolan's last attempt at a Best Picture win. And he'll get it. He's been nominated, what, three times? For Best Picture? Wasn't it Interstellar, Inception, and... I thought The Dark Knight. 
He also got it in Dark Knight got nominated for Best Picture? I, yeah, I thought it I was. I think it did, yeah. Wasn't it Memento or something like that? Memento was nominated. You can look that up. Well, while Renee looks that up, guys, thank you so much for watching this, watching or listening to this. This is my, oh my God. Thank you for listening or watching this issue of Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 159. Don't forget to check out our website at keepingupwiththenerds.com. Follow us on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, and x.com, as well as threads, if anyone's still using that. Follow us on our audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. Leave a review wherever you guys can. We do have chapters on our audio platform, so if you guys want to skip over to a couple segments, we've started adding them there. Also, if you've not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, head on over to Keeping Up With The Nerds. We have skits at the beginning of every show. If you guys are interested in watching them, we will be making, uh, what is it called? Compilations of the skits, uh, which we'll be releasing pretty soon uh, on the channel, so go ahead and subscribe over there and leave a comment down below. What did you guys think of the Ninja Turtles movie, if you guys saw it, or any other of the topics that we've discussed on the show. Renee, have you found the uh, Best Picture nominations for Nolan? Uh, is it for the Oscars? Or? Yeah, for the Oscars. Can we get a melon the size of your head? We're not doing the Ninja Star thing. Come on. And I'm not going to hold it. If we're going to do the Ninja Star thing, you're holding it. I'm not seeing anything. All I've seen is just Emmy, not Emmys, but like uh, Academy Awards. Well, then it's a story for another Golden day. Golden Globes and stuff. Renee, yeah. sign us out, please. All right. While he awkwardly gets the clipboard. Can I do it now? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 159. My name is Renee. Nick. This is Brian. Signing off from Under City Comics. We'll see you all next time. to follow us here and all other platforms and socials including youtube for the live version of the show thanks and we hope to see you all next time